Hello, and welcome back to the Life's Mess podcast. Today, I'm here with Cole. What's um, up? Yeah, known him since like fourth grade. Oh, yeah. Um, he just got back from a mission trip, just started a new job literally today. Um, so like, if you want to talk a little bit about your mission trip and like what you guys did there. Yeah, so it was uh, five months taken out of my life, which I volunteered to do that, I guess, mm-hmm. but it was uh, four months spent in Pittsburgh at a discipleship training school where we had classes every week, um, just learning more about God and the Bible and how to tell people about God. Um, and then through that time, we were just kind of in Pittsburgh doing the classes. And then the last month of it, we were actually overseas in Belize, um, which is a small uh, country right next to Guatemala. It's Central America. Um, the people there were really nice. We had a lot of crazy stories and crazy salvations. And, yeah, it was just a really great time there. That's good. So, like, what kind of – did you guys do any, like, community work while you were there? Um, We didn't do much community work. The most stuff we did, we'd go around, like, door-to-door talking to people. We'd um mm-hmm. set up little, like, kids programs in the park so all the local kids can come and we can yeah. play soccer with them and stuff. Um, We had – so – at our YWAM base, there was different tracks that we could have chosen. So mine mm-hmm. was photo and film um, because I love photography and videography. But there was also basketball. And so there's a bunch of basketball guys there yeah. um, that just went around Belize. They played against pro teams. They played against semi-pro teams, just guys in the parks. Um, so, yeah, we did a lot of just going around, talking to people, doing random okay. stuff. Um, did you guys do anything, like, for leisure, like, on your free time? What did you guys do for fun? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think every Saturday was our free day. Um, and so we'd go to the beach a lot. We went to, like, a private beach island thing. Oh, that sounds dope. Yeah, it was awesome. But, yeah, just a lot of... It was about 70 to 80 degrees and sunny the whole time we were there, so we were outside. That makes me jealous. Um, it's not been pretty here in Ohio. Um, yeah. I got to go to Florida last week, and it wasn't that warm, even in Florida, so... Yeah. Um, did they have, like, any cultural foods that you got to try or anything? Um, a lot of rice and beans and chicken, okay. and we got some steaks too, that was really good. That sounds good. But their biggest thing is hot sauce. Really? So I got smoked habanero hot sauce, they have red hornet hot sauce, which like makes people cry. Really? Yeah, it's It sounds terrible. like, I don't want to try that, to yeah. be honest. It's, some of it's good, some of it's just terribly hot. Oh. But. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to go into about the mission trip at all? Um, I have one story that I like to tell that's pretty crazy i almost got shot by a sex trafficking ringleader what (laughs) yeah um yeah so i'll go into that so we were going around door to door one day and we came to this one house um it was a fenced-in property a decently sized property for the area um in the middle of the property was this bright pink house raised on like concrete stilts um which a lot of the houses around the area are raised up like that because of flooding and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and so we get to this house and there's this guy painting the fence outside and we're talking to him. He only speaks Spanish. So one of the leaders in our group, she spoke Spanish. So she talked the majority of the conversation with him. Um, but while he's, while he's talking to her, me and one of my buddies were standing there too. And we kept hearing this screaming from inside this property and it was coming from this house. And every time we heard the screams, we'd like, look at each other. We're like, like, did we just hear that? Like we're hearing a woman screaming from inside this house. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're like kind of freaked out like we're like what is going on here what are you supposed to do yeah exactly um and so after the conversation we talked to mariana she was our leader who spoke spanish 
um, we talked to her, we're like, hey, did you hear that screaming? And she's like, no, I didn't hear anything, like, during the conversation, because she was too, like, invested mm-hmm. in the conversation, we're like, well, we, we heard a woman screaming, like, we heard it with our own ears, and so we're like, well, let's go back to the property and see if we can figure something out. So we go back, and we're like, hey, is there any restroom we can use in here? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 there's an outhouse beside the mechanic shop that was there. And so we go to the, to the bathroom, we're standing outside the bathroom, and we hear the screaming again, except this time it's like, like strangled screaming, like oh. someone's being choked as they're screaming. And we're standing there, like, in the middle of this property, like, what is going on? And, like, as soon as we stepped onto this property, like, all three of us felt like something bad was going on. Like, we just mm-hmm. had this feeling come over us, and we're like, all right, this is, this is not something we want to be involved in. Yeah. We're like, eh, why not? <laughs> um, Let's go for it. Yeah, exactly. So... At this point, we're all three freaked out. We've all heard, heard the screaming, and so we're like, all right, let's leave and go get someone else from our group to see if they notice anything, too. And so I went and got one of our other leaders. His name's Kron, and we come back, and I walk him into the property. I told the guy we had to go to the bathroom again, and he walks in, and I'm like, do you feel it? And he hadn't heard any screaming. I hadn't told him anything about it, and he goes, yeah, something bad's going on. And That's like, weird. Yeah, and then as we're walking out, he hears the screaming, too, and he's like, that's a human, like, yeah, <laughs> like, it was, it was bad, but we went and got the whole group, then there was 22 students and five leaders or something, mm-hmm. we got all the students, all the leaders on this bus, because we went around on a school bus, mm-hmm. on the bus so that we could leave if something bad was happened. Was it a short bus? No, it was a, it was a cool bus. Okay. <laughs> it had tinted windows, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, Belizean tinted windows, they just spray painted it black. <laughs> but, That's um, funny. yeah, so then me, Kron, and Mariana decided let's go back to the house see if we can figure anything mm-hmm. else out and at this point it's getting dark um it's probably like six o'clock by this point um but in belize there's a like community um what's it called when curfew you, curfew yeah community curfew um that no one is allowed outside like past dark and it's getting dark and we're talking to this dude who is back at this house um, the painter guy had left, the mechanics had left, everyone had left. There's just this one guy there standing by like a vending machine selling drinks, like Cokes and stuff. Um, but at this point, all the fences are locked. Everything's locked up. Everyone's gone, which is kind of weird. And we're like, well, mm-hmm. why'd everyone just dip quick? Um, but we're talking to this guy and we're like, well, what are you doing here? He goes, oh, I'm selling drinks to people who walk on the street. And I was like, how are you selling drinks if there's a curfew? Like no one's going to be out here. And he's like, he just kind of ignored the question. And I was like, well, like, while we're talking to this dude, we still hear this screaming coming from the house. And we're like, what's the screaming? And he goes, what screaming? I'm like, the screaming that's coming from this house. Do you not hear it? He goes, no, I don't hear anything. As we're hearing this, I'm like, okay, what is up with this dude? Um, And we keep talking to him. And and I was like, well, what happens in the house? And he's like, nothing. I was like, hmm, that's kind of weird. I was like, well, who lives in the house? And he's like, nobody. Like, well, then why is there a house there? And he goes, oh, it's the boss's house. And I was like, Bruh. well, who's the boss? And he goes, uh, yeah, I don't know. And I was like, where's the boss at? And he goes, oh, he's gone. I was like, well, when's he getting back? And he goes, uh, soon. And I was like, so there's this random house here that you just said nothing happens and no one lives in there. But then the boss lives in there, so what's going on? And I was yeah. like, well, do you work for the boss? And he goes, no. I was like, do you work at the mechanic shop? No. I was like, well, then why are you in this property selling drinks? Yeah. Um. But then we, we kept talking to him, and a little while later, this this van, this minivan pulls into the property, and this, this woman, she's probably 30 or 40, and this little girl get out, and they come over to this guy, and then 
uh, Mariana starts talking to them, and then she continues on in this conversation, and at this point, this guy, he's probably 50 or 60, gets up and walks into the house, which is really weird because he doesn't work for the guy, it's not his house, like, all this yeah. stuff just doesn't make sense, and I'm standing there, and I was, I was just watching this guy the whole time, I wasn't really even paying attention to the ladies' conversation, because I was like, alright, I feel like something weird's going on here. Mm -hmm. um, and like five or ten minutes later, he walks back out of the house with a coat on, and he has his hands in the coat pockets. And as That's he's, sketchy. As he's walking up to us, I hear a gun click, and I'm standing there like three feet away from this dude. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm about to get shot. <laughs> and I, I turned to our leader, and I was like, uh, hey, we gotta go. And he's like, all right. Like, he, he could sense something was weird too, but he didn't, mm -hmm. like, neither of them heard the gun click. Yeah, is, like you heard the hammer go back. Yeah, yeah, and um, and then I was like, "Hey, Mayor, we gotta go." And she's like, "What? No, this conversation's good." I was like, "No, we gotta go." Um, yeah. and I was like, "Diego texted us and said we had to go because Diego is our main leader." Mm -hmm. Um, and as we're walking away, she's like, "Why do we have to leave?" And I was like, "That dude has a gun." Yeah. And so we, our leader Karen, he's like, "All right, don't turn, don't turn around. Walk straight to the bus as fast as you can." So we like sped walk out of there, got on the bus and left. No one got hurt. No one got injured anything it was just really scary yeah but we learned later on that whole road that we were going door to door on was like almost all the houses were drug cartel people it was a huge drug drug trafficking road and we figured out that the house we were at was like a sex trafficking house and i think that was the sex trafficking ringleader yeah, which probably. that whole situation was terrible but god was with us the whole time and yeah. no one died so yeah um it's like are the authorities not just non-existent, pretty much? No, so there was a cop stationed at the end of the street at a grocery store, but Karen went up to talk to him, and his eyes were all glazed over and red like he was oh. high, so all the police are really corrupt. Um, and so even if we would have called the police, they probably wouldn't have done anything because they're kind of in on it, too. Yeah, I, that's what I was kind of wondering. Yeah. Um, and was like the was it a poorer area mm. that you guys were at? Yeah, it was really third world almost everywhere mm. we were. Okay. Um like, what were your accommodations like? Like, what, were your um, living situations good or the nah, not really? It was It was decent. Um, we stayed in... So this girl that was in our group, her name was Shama. Her, she's from Belize. Okay. And so her dad has a retreat ministry center there, so we stayed at the ministry center. So okay. it, was, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. We didn't have AC. We didn't have hot water. We didn't have... We had suicide showers. That's what they're called. Because uh, in the shower heads for hot water there, they don't have wa hot water heaters. They have an electric coil inside the shower head that heats up the water and another coil that takes out the ele electricity. But if the second coil doesn't work properly, all the water is just electric too. charged. Yeah. So we weren't allowed to use the hot water because we could have died. died but, yeah. but yeah, other than that, it was really good. Except for the last week, um, we stayed at a different part of Belize and we had to sleep on the floor for a week. That sounds rough. Yeah, it was alright though. Um... Did you guys drink the water or was that a no-go? Because I know, like... Funny story. So, we okay. weren't supposed to drink the water, but one night I had the hiccups, and whenever I have the hiccups, I just chug water because it goes away, and I was like, oh, I'll just chug this tap water here. So, I chugged the water. Felt fine for the next couple of days. On the third morning, I woke up just feeling terrible. Yeah. Um, I felt like I had to throw up. I felt like I got hit by a truck. Like, it was awful. <laughs> and um, That night, I had, like, 102 fever. And I was like shaking. Yeah. <laughs> like they you said, probably I had dysentery. I don't remember any of it, but they oh. said I went up to go to the bathroom and I was just like shaking <laughs> uncontrollably. 
But the doctor came. I got dewormer meds, uh, parasite meds, all these different medication stuff. But I'm fine now. But yeah, it's called Montezuma's curse. Yeah, um, was, <laughs> that was sketchy. Yeah, I was kind of curious what, what, funny that I asked. I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have any more questions. I have another story. Okay. Or stories. Go for it. So the last week, um, when we were sleeping on the floor in that house, mm-hmm. so we were sleeping next to this window, and it's like a glass I don't know how to describe it glass like covered window but it's not an actual glass window like it's a mesh window with glass like slats on it or something okay I don't know how to describe it that's Um, fine it's a mesh window I'll just say that and so we're sleeping there and this mesh window leads to his back porch and I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning and I hear shuffling and I was like oh it's probably just our leader like he walks around and shuffles like that sometimes to Karon um, cause it was his house and I look over and Karen's still sleeping beside me. And I was like, what in the world? And I look up and this, this man is watching us sleep at three o'clock in the morning outside our bedroom window. That's creepy. But I was too tired to be scared. Like I didn't think anything of it. And so I went back to sleep and the next morning I woke up, I was like, what? Oh There's gosh. a guy watching us sleep. But yeah, Ugh. that was nothing ever happened with that. It was just kind of. Freaky, but I wouldn't have slept. I would have slept right underneath the window. Yeah, but um, yeah, you're rarer than me. <laughs> another story, another one of my favorite stories. Actually, we talked to a murderer. Really? Yeah, we were in a marketplace just going around talking to people, and this dude on a bike pulls up, and we walked up to him. We're like, "Hey, how's it going, man?" He was all tatted up, sketchy looking, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Fine," like he was pissed off, and. We're like, well, what are you like? What are you doing here? Like, what brought you here? And he's like, well, I moved ten miles away because I feel like my family hates me. I feel like my friends hate me. Like he had this really sad past, mm-hmm. um, and he said he struggled with anger issues. And he's like, yeah, when I get mad enough, I have no problem killing people. And we're like, oh, okay. And then we <laughs> we figured out later he was a murderer. Um, and he had just got out of prison, I think, because he had like the green prison tattoos. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. We ended up talking to him, we got to pray for him for his uh, anger issues, and like, one thing we learned about the men of Belize before we went is that they're super like uptight about their emotions, like they don't reveal their emotions, they don't cry, they're like mm-hmm. tough guys or whatever. Yeah. Um, As after, men are supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but after we're done praying for this dude, like he's bawling, really? like in public. Like, well, it, it might have been like, thing. nobody ever showed that they cared. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean like, I know that can get to people, but. Exactly. Yeah, but it was really cool talk um he we prayed over his anger issues and then he prayed to accept god into his heart and he wanted to be a christian and go back to church which that was really awesome but yeah yeah talk to a murderer so <laughs> talk to a murderer probably talk to a sex trafficker got dysentery or whatever scorpion crawled on my foot when i was trying to sleep really? one night yeah <sighs> yeah there's a lot of crazy god. stuff yeah didn't you guys you were originally supposed to go to columbia weren't you yeah yeah, and then the whole thing with the um, missionaries in, I forget where. Was it in Colombia? They Which got, one? they were, like, literally captured by Haitians. Oh, where was that? Wasn't that Afghanistan? No, it was in South America. Oh, it might, oh no, that was, it was some part of South America, I know that. I don't remember where. Yeah. But, yeah, do you wish you would have went to Colombia then, or no, not really? Um... I don't really know. I feel like we were supposed to go where we did go. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason we didn't go to Colombia was because 
there was a bunch of vaccine mandates, like you have uh, to be vaccinated to get into the country. I immediately assumed it was because of the... Oh, no. That okay. wouldn't have stopped. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah. Both countries, Belize was still kind of strict about COVID stuff. Like, you had to wear masks in public unless mm-hmm. you were doing physical activity. Um, so you just run everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, I feel like both places would have been good to go, but... Yeah. I'm glad we went to Belize. Yeah, sounds good. Um, one more, like, kind of related question, um, how was it, like, being away from, like, your family in, like, summer, um, yeah. while you were there? It was, it was definitely hard, because we didn't have Wi-Fi or service. Ooh. We got, well, there was Wi-Fi at the base, but we were only allowed to have it one day a week on our free day, mm-hmm. because they didn't want us just being on our phones the whole time, so that was definitely hard, but then the Wi-Fi sucked. So you couldn't FaceTime, you could barely text, so it was like barely any communication, but it actually, thankfully it flew by for me, mm-hmm. like the month felt like a couple of days, um, and we were busy almost every day, it wasn't like we were just sitting around with yeah. nothing to do, so it wasn't too bad for me, but I know it was hard for the people back at home. Yeah, um, yeah, I was just kind of curious, because I mean like I've kind of gone through the same thing with like my dad being gone, mm-hmm. um, it sounds like it was a little bit worse, because usually he had at least Wi-Fi so we could text, so, yeah, um, I just had something, oh, I was just gonna say, um, at Weaver, uh, we had, like, three 13-hour days in a row, oh my goodness, um, just a couple weeks ago, so, uh, you, you missed out, yeah, I was thinking about maybe coming back part-time, but maybe not anymore, (laughs) yeah, we were really behind, um, but we've been doing a lot of 13-hour days, and it's not fun, Oh my we had we haven't had one. We didn't do one in February. I don't think. Do you go in at seven? Uh, when, no, we're still going in at six. Going at so six to seven. Oh, um, nah. For the I think it was for the three in a row. We had to go in at five thirty, and we were there till six thirty. Oh my goodness, that sounds terrible. It was not fun, but it is what it is. Um, so you want to talk about your. Going from that straight into, we want to talk about your new job. Yeah, so my new job, I go in at 9 o'clock and leave at 4. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. Um, it's only like 5 hours though, isn't it? 7. Is it? Okay, I can't math. I think 7, I don't know. But usually it's 5. Today I got off at 4 because it's a podcast. But hey. Yeah, um, it's going to be, so it's at a media company in Dalton called Hexonic Studios. Uh the main videographer there is Soapboxer Media. Okay. Um, he's on Instagram. He just does a lot of stuff, um, video-wise, photography. They have a huge studio there with um, like a huge blank white background and lighting and thousands of dollars of camera equipment. Yeah. So it's awesome to work there. But um, right now I'm helping out uh, another guy that works at that studio with it's called Stage Skins. So I'm just like boxing up orders, preparing. Um, little like supply packs for these orders mm-hmm. they make uh, backdrops for churches or just your rooms whatever you want it to be um, like light up LED cool pattern stuff um, so that's what I'm doing now but I'm hoping this job it sh- should lead to other connections um, the main dude that like runs the studio is the head media guy for Country Fest oh. so this summer I am Scheduled as of now, I don't know if it will turn out like that, who knows, but I'm scheduled as now to shoot Country Fest video stuff. That's cool. So, I'm really looking forward to that. So. Yeah, um, that's a big perk, um, 
I don't even know when that is, but, like, you would you even have, like, a chance to meet some of the people, maybe? Yeah, I That's should get dope. backstage VIP all-access passes, so hoping to meet Morgan Wallen, but... Hey! Oh, well. If I don't, it's cool. It is what it is. Yeah. Um... So along with that, you almost, you also have your own media company. Yes. Um, if you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so it's called Cole Sarver Media. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, and now YouTube. Nice. Yeah. Um, I started it back in March of 2021 um, just as an Instagram page to show off like videos that I was making. I was part of a hunting like YouTube channel group called mm-hmm. Woodsfield Hunting. Um, and so I made just little like cool hype videos, I guess, um, of guns and fishing and hunting and all this yeah. random stuff and so I was like oh I'll just put these videos out and see if anyone likes them um and then that transitioned into me making a baseball highlight video for one of the guys that was in that hunting group who played on the baseball team um at Waynedale. and then that led to another baseball video and then that led to a basketball like summer tournament video and then that just kind of blew Exploded up from there. from there yeah so is that like are you um, getting a lot of business through that at the moment so far? Yeah. Um, it was kind of slow as soon as I got back from YOM because I hadn't done it for five months. Mm-hmm. But I just did two basketball videos. I'm in the middle of a wrestling, like, road to state video for mm-hmm. Peyton Lemon. Hey. Um, I have some wedding. I have four weddings lined up here in the next couple months. Country Fest. Um, and then, yeah, anything else that pops up along the way, I guess. Sounds like a plan, man. Um, I remember when you were like talking to me about just shooting the hunting videos when we worked at Kidder, and that was mm-hmm. crazy. Um, have you uh, heard of the metaverse since you've been gone? The metaverse. I've heard some stuff about it. So not... it's it's supposed to be uh, like Mark Zuckerberg's. Um... Oh, the virtual world. Yeah, the virtual world. How do you feel about that? Um. It depends how far people take it. I think yeah. it's a cool idea, like, virtual reality, just for, like, a couple hours, just to, like, if you had a long day at work, just mm-hmm. hop on that for fun or whatever. But, like, I can definitely see people taking it where they're on that 24-7. That's the only thing they do. And it's going to end up being, like, Wally, Like, Ooh. all the fat people at the end of the movie just yeah. have no skill, no... Anything. Yeah, no anything. But it just depends how... Um, strict people are with it and how they actually take time to be in the real world I guess yeah I don't like it myself I just think it's all gonna end up bad yeah like I think it would be cool um it's a cool idea it's a really cool idea like I'm assuming you've seen the movie Ready Player One yeah yeah I I feel like it's gonna go in that direction of like that idea of a world but I just I I, I couldn't let myself do it I would never yeah. I wouldn't be able to control myself, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever done virtual reality? I've done it, like, once. Yeah, and that, I've no, I've done it a couple times, and once you start it, like, you can go for hours and not realize how fast the time is mm-hmm. flying by, so that's the only problem with it, and I feel like that's definitely going to happen with the metaverse. Yeah, and, like, after a while, it gives me a headache. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's not actual real life. Yeah. So, um, we already talked about your future plans a little bit, um... Do you have any, like, goals in life? Um, yeah. So, sometime by the end of this year, I'm hoping, I want to be, uh, I want Cole Stover Media to be a full-time business. Okay. And I can just do that full-time, um, whether it's sports videos or weddings or whatever it is. 
Um, I want to be able to do that full time. I want to shoot college sports sometime this year. Hopefully, shoot pro sports sometimes this year. That would be cool. Um, and yeah, those are my. It's so like pro pro sports would be like college level or like even higher than that. Higher than college. Okay. Like, That's like I'm making sure I understand. Yeah. yeah. I've been talking with. Um, I was talking with the Los Angeles Lakers head media guy, Portland Trailblazers, Toronto Raptors, and Phoenix Suns. I was talking with That's all their cool. media guys, um, just for tips about the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about connections. So as long as my company keeps growing through the thing, you'll get connections, which will have connections. connections. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, like I was talking to you about before we started the pod, um, I need to start like talking to people that actually have apparel branding companies and just doing my own research to figure out what all I need to get. Um, as you see, my list is not very big. But um, talked about all that. How are your relationships, Cole? Great. My relationships are thriving. That's good. Um, usually I don't run out of things to talk about. <laughs> I see you want to make a website on there. I do. Um, I want to do that for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually... What did you... Like, what format or, like, place did you use to make your website, which you can plug? I just used Wix. So, okay. if you go to coleservermedia.com, you can actually check that out. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, it's just wix.com. It's super easy. They have templates. You can create it from scratch, whatever you want to do. Um, and then they have plans, too. Okay. So, I got my plan on sale, so... Is that something you have to pay for, like, monthly? Yearly. Well, you can do monthly, but it's cheaper. I got the three-year package. Okay. It was, like, a couple hundred, I think. But then you get custom domain. Okay. So, it can be coleslarvermedia.com instead of, like, wix.com slash coleslarvermedia. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, Yeah, I want to do that. I actually need to, like, buy official gear instead of just having an iPad in between us. (laughs) Or my phone or whatever it happens yeah. to be. Um, I want to reach out to some people and see how I, I actually get sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, through this app, you were... Before Spotify bought it, I think you were allowed... To, are you able to get sponsors? But since they bought it, I think they kind of suspended that for mm-hmm. the moment. Like, they're just working on other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get it up on... Apple Podcasts, but I tried doing it yesterday, and there was an error, so I'm just going to uh, let it sit. Yeah. Because um, I was I looked it up, and people were saying that uh, it's on Apple's end, not mine. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much my upcoming plans for, mm. like, this. And What's like, your long-term goals for the podcast? Unrealistically, I want to be like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I think... If I just keep doing it and, like, get better gear and get sponsors and um, um, connections, mm-hmm. I'm sure I could probably get there, but it will just take time. Um, but, like, if even if it doesn't get there, mm-hmm. I have a bunch of logs of me and my friends talking. Yeah. Which is just a blast. Exactly, so, yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of um, Salt Creek Coffee Company? Yeah. Maybe they could be a sponsor. I said, well, my girlfriend used to work there. Oh, yeah? Um, Drew, which is now Lexi's husband. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't even think to like ask them to sponsor it. I also probably need to try and grow my uh, viewership before that, too. Oh, yeah. So I mean, like, I have like 30 viewers-ish. Eh. 
Um, but I have like 500 plays and I put up maybe 12 or 13 episodes. So mm-hmm. solid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and it's over two weeks. It's pretty, pretty steady as of, um, like a consistent amount of people, um, on my analytics saying that I have, I've had at least one person listen to the podcast or start it in both the UK and Peru. Oh, that's um, cool. Peru came up. It was either yesterday or today, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, a lot of me growing it too relies on people telling their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, podcast spreading is a lot of word to, word of mouth, from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Or even um, when you post an ask on Instagram, and then the person who's in the podcast like puts that on their story. Yeah, and all I their usually followers. ask for that to happen, and then yeah. like their friends see it, and it's like, well, if they just if people just keep seeing it, it's like, well, maybe I need to actually listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like keep getting people on that are interesting. Um, yeah, I've got a list of people. I'm trying to do like a military segment, so like I've had okay. both the Prestons on. Um, I want to get my dad on. I want to try and get Trevor Warner on. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like get a little bit of everything for that aspect. Uh, I forget what I said before that because I thought of something I could go into. But I keep like coming up with different ideas. So you see the the section that says podcast segments, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about maybe doing a political one at some point if I oh, ever yeah. decide to do like the research mm-hmm. and actually have the facts. Yeah. Um, movie review after we watch movies. Oh yeah. Um. I can do, I figured out finally how to do like long, three hour long podcasts because this will only let me record for an hour at a time. So I just stop it at almost an hour and then start recording again. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, what do you think about Ukraine? I, I don't think the U.S. is going to get involved. Hopefully not. Um, I'm hoping that it just will stop here and just mm. it'll be over with uh i really don't want the draft to be enacted yeah. as a healthy 19 almost 20 year old male yeah i know what you mean um but i'm not really worrying about it because my dad basically told me not to worry about it so yeah. yeah whatever happens happens but exactly it's all out of my control how about you um so <laughs> at first i was like oh this is fine. But then I remembered back before COVID happened, when it, that was, where did it start? China, and then it spread to... It just spread. Yeah, when it started spreading, I was like, oh, like, this is overseas, it's fine, it's never gonna affect us, and two months later, it's here, and everything's yeah. messed up, but I'm really hoping that doesn't happen with this. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it doesn't spread like COVID, which, it's a war, it's a lot different than a yeah. disease, but... I don't think we have anything to worry about here, but if it hap- if anything happens to come here, um, it's a little worrisome because like Worcester has a lot, or oh, not even just Worcester, but like Ohio has a lot of um, manufacturing infrastructure. Mm. Like I think in my in like Lima, that's where they make our tanks. Yeah, and all kinds of stuff like that. So it's like infrastructure is always one of the first targets because if you can stop manufacturing you stop resupplying and mm-hmm. all that stuff so that's a little worrisome but we also haven't had an, um fighting on u.s soil since the war of 1812 so that's a little comforting yeah um I, yeah that's about how i feel about that 
Um, so I guess um, since you brought, like you said, um, Belize had some stricter COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. How did that, like, did it have that much of an effect or did you guys really not notice at all? The main effect was just that we had to wear masks everywhere. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and also, we talked to a lot of little kids who couldn't go to school because the schools were shut down. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have the technology to be able to zoom in oh. or have that. And so all these little kids are stuck at home with nothing to do and they're like, they want to go to school. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and it was really sad because the whole country is, is scared of this COVID. virus that's um, survivable. Yeah. And these kids can't go to school because of it. And, like, they actually want to go to school and learn. But mm-hmm. that was that was probably one of the biggest things, the masks. And that there's, like, almost every house we went to, there's kids at home. Which is, like, during the week, during what should have been school time. But yeah. Were, now, were they unsupervised because of that? Or were um, the parents at home then? There was usually a parent there or, like, a grandma or something okay. watching them. But other than that. Ooh, another thing I wanted to ask that I forgot about earlier um, you were saying that uh, one of your leaders spoke Spanish and she was talking to a person. Could you, I know like we both took Spanish class. Could you keep up with it or were you completely Not at blank? all. Okay. I could understand like basic Spanish like food or bathroom or good or whatever it is. But like yeah. how fast they talk and yeah. there's no way I could keep up with that. Okay. That's good to know. Um. I don't know why I said it's good to know. Either way, it's... I wanted to know, and then I forgot to ask. Um, Would you... Are you going to do more uh, mission trips, or is this kind of one and done? Um, I think it's one and done. I mean, if our church has, like, a week mission trips or something, I'll do it. Not, like, not strong, like, a week long. Like, seven days, yeah. yeah. Um, If they have that, I'll probably go, but I probably won't do another five months dedication like that but yeah but i would do it again like if i had the option like i loved it so that's good um better to love it than to go for five months and (laughs) not like any of it um so i'm assuming all the people you went with were pretty cool too yeah they were all awesome there was the youngest guy in our group was one of my best friends asher he was 18, or he turned 18 while we were there. And then the oldest was Shama, and she was 25. So okay. Not bad. Everywhere in between, yeah. It was a lot of, eight. the majority of us were 18 to 20, and then there's some above 20. Yeah, so like the average was like 19, pretty yeah. much. Okay. And then we came from all over, too. Like, I was from Ohio, Asher was from Portugal, uh, there was a dude from Canada, there was a girl from Belize, a girl from Switzerland, Florida, California... Um, Minnesota. That's everywhere. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't even think about that. I, for some reason, I just assumed they were all people you already knew, like, when you went oh, to Pittsburgh. No. So we showed up on September, what was it, 18th, I think, was the first day. And a bunch of complete strangers. We knew no one else there. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was terrifying the first couple of days. But then, like, oh, a couple weeks in. The first week we were there, actually, someone got COVID, so we had to quarantine. So we're stuck in this apartment with eight other guys. That you don't know. Yeah. So there's like four. It was one big apartment building that they owned. And so it was split off into four. And so there was two apartments of guys and one apartment of girls. And so 
we were stuck in this one apartment. We couldn't leave with all these guys with one TV, one PlayStation. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the 2K fights that came out of that. Oh, I bet. That sounds rough. Yeah. Um, Ohio was boring. Everybody in my house got COVID. Uh, except me. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I still had immunity from when I had it November of 2020, <laughs> which isn't supposed to be the way it was, but I got like a headache and that was all I had. Hmm. Um, ooh, how'd you celebrate Christmas? Celebrate. Or did you get to come home for that? I got to, I got to come home three times, actually. Okay. It was supposed to be two, but I came home three. Um, the first, we had, how many, we had like three quarantines while we were there. And in one of the quarantines, I asked um, Diego, our main leader guy, I was like, if we're going to be stuck at the apartments anyways, can I just go home? It's like a two-hour drive. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I guess that's fine. So I got to spend a week and a half at home um, nice. for that quarantine, which I didn't actually quarantine in. Yeah. So I was, but... um. Then we got to go home for Thanksgiving, which was nice, and then we got to go home for Christmas for almost a week, I think. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. I, f- I completely forgot that you got to come home for that. Um, well, never mind that question then. <laughs> um, shoot. Did the, the people from the different countries, did they, like, speak strong English, or was it, um, like, broken English? So, Asher is all right so he's technically american because he was born in alabama and then his parents are missionaries in portugal okay so he speaks portuguese fluent and english oh, fluent. oh so he has american citizenship yeah but does he live in portugal yeah okay that's cool um so he's that ezra is canadian so he speaks fine english mm-hmm. shama has a little bit of a belizean accent and then dama she's from switzerland her she is she speaks english good but it's like very uh like yeah that's the only way i know how to describe it (laughs) that's fair um yeah are you gonna keep in contact with any of these people or oh yeah um definitely some of the guys from my friend group there Mm -hmm. we're going to florida for spring break and one of my best friends lives down there Mm -hmm. in florida so we're hoping to meet up um, so he can take us fishing or something yeah get the hook up oh yeah yeah um I'm so blank. <laughs> it was a long day. I don't even right. know. It was one of those days where, like, I went to pick up boxes, and my hands just said, yeah, nah, I, know I just dropped mean. them. Yeah. And then we had a truckload. They've gotten so big that um, we have to unstack skids. Like, and I was putting the, the carts up on top of show boxes, all kinds of stuff. Man. Yeah. Did you ever, did you ever have to do one of those? Or did Brenda always take care of it? I think Brenda did. Yeah. Ooh, Brenda's gone. She left. She got married. Uh, Amber's gone. One week notice. Just was like, peace. Oh Who else left? Um, P5? Yeah, P5 left. Where's he working now? Uh, Clay Zach, actually. Oh. Um, he just works on like the one of their work crews. They uh, do demolition, install, all kinds of stuff. And Calm. Calm works there, too. Okay. Um, Mason Lemon works there now, or did you know that? Yeah, he yeah. started working for like a week or two before I left. Yeah, um, Robert Harder works there. Oh, okay. Um, my aunt does, uh, Denise. And then, yeah. Pretty much, uh, beyond, it's literally just the same old, yeah. same old, you're not missing out. Um, <laughs> Any cool stuff happened since I was gone? No, not really. Any fun stuff? We did, we had a Christmas party and we got Christmas bonuses. So that was pretty cool. Um, 
me, Boone, not Boone, Lou, uh, Doug, and then a bunch of the maintenance guys sat in the very back because we were antisocial. <laughs> Didn't want people looking at us. Yeah. Yeah. I fun. forgot about Boone and Lou. Yeah, they're still up to the shenanigans. Him, Addy, or those two, Addy, uh, Doug. I forgot about Addy, too. Yeah. He was the one to hit head on. Yeah. I... <laughs> I always meant to ask you that, and I never actually knew the full story. Yeah, so when you're driving those things around, all right, so for the listeners, um, at Weaver Leather, some of us drive these big, like, or they're not that big. It's these machines that you can drive around, you stand up and you drive them around, but then you can lift like 30, 40 feet up in the air to reach the top shelves, and there's a little platform on the back that you can stack boxes, and that Mm -hmm. lifts up too. Um, but the front of this sucker is weighted down, like... Big time. Big time weighted down. Um, and it sticks out, and it's real fat. But there's these, like, poles on either side of you with a gate in between them. Um, or like a mesh thing. So it's kind of like a window. Mm -hmm. But these poles act as blind spot things, so you can't see anything that's... The pole's blocked. Yeah. And so I'm going around this corner... Which is a blind corner. Which is a blind corner, and this blind spot is hiding... Uh, Addy from me and his blind spot is hiding me from him because we're both driving these things mm-hmm. and we're whipping these suckers smash into each other head on it and was, <laughs> I'm just sitting there stacking boxes and it was like boom <laughs> yeah it was the biggest bang yeah. I've ever heard we nothing just... broke or anything thankfully yeah but it just like the whole thing literally bounced back like it was yeah, like bumper cars it was cards. crazy um we haven't I almost got hit I was on a forklift backing out of a row and then one of the dudes from manufacturing side was driving with one of the long eight foot leather skids, mm. and I I went and like started trying to get in as fast as I could, and he tried stopping, and like it was this close. Oh my! Oh, so um, you actually almost got hit, not yeah. the forklift. Oh no! Man. I no, I was in the forklift. Oh okay. Yeah, I was in a forklift. Man. So he would have hit the forklift, but I still would have just said I got hit. Yeah. Um, I I'm actually forklift certified now. Hey. Instead of just driving it uncertified <laughs> every day. Um, a lot of people still don't honk their horns going around the corners, which is annoying. Yeah. Um, Has there been any serious accidents? Not that I know of, but our, you know how like our days since last accident count was at like, it was probably around like 700 when you left. Yeah. I think we got to like 900 again and now it's just back to like 14. Oh. And I was just like, I have no idea what happened. Oh boy. Yeah. I didn't hear anything. All of a sudden, it just went back to one. So that Dang sucks. kind of want to know what happened now. <laughs> yeah, I just haven't had the nerve to ask. Yeah. Um, There's a terrible accident in Belize. Really? We didn't see it, but we were walking down the road, um, and we learned it was, like, the day before or two days before. And there was this, like, like the corner of the street was, like, soaked in blood. Really? Like, the, it was all red. Like, yeah. like, what in the world? Like, did a horse get hit or something? Like, <laughs> turns out a person got hit, like, destroyed. They either got hit by a truck or a horse, like, ran over them or something. It was some. I didn't actually hear the full story, but this person got demolished on the street corner. They vaporized. Like, let out, dude. It was bad. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's my reaction. <laughs> Let's that talk funny stories from Belize. So, me and one of my buddies, Jacob, were talking to this kid. And they had to leave. We were at the marketplace. They had to leave for school quick. And so we're rushing through, mm-hmm. talking to them. And he's like, 
he Jacob asked this kid, he's like, hey, like, do you know Jesus? Do you have a relationship with Jesus? Mm-hmm. And the kid goes, yeah. Um, I actually got really close to Jesus when I had cancer. Um, I, I have cancer. And Jacob goes, oh, that sucks. Um, anyway. <laughs> well, at first uh, I thought you were going to say, yeah, my cousin Jesus. <laughs> no. Did that happen ever? They weren't, like, Mexican Spanish. Oh. They were, like... I don't know how to describe it. They just looked like they were light skins. <laughs> okay, makes but, sense. But they spoke... Oh, there's also Amish in Belize that speak Spanish. Bro, what? I have a picture. I oh, wish I, I could put a you. picture in the podcast. I might... If you send it to me, I can post it on the Insta with... Um, with Because we got to grab a photo before you leave because I don't have one of just us. Oh, yeah. Um, Unless you want me to just cut Pete Pipe off on our graduation <laughs> picture. Um, Where's the Amish at? But... So I wonder if... They spoke Dutch and Amish. You mean Dutch and Spanish? <laughs> My bad. No, you're good. Where is this at? Yeah, it was crazy. I saw this Amish guy in the marketplace, and I walked past him. He was talking to some other dude. Mm-hmm. I was like, no way, Amish people here? And then I hear him just, like, speaking fluent Spanish. Bro, what? Yeah. What? So I had to get a picture. But Yeah. Well, it's like this one time at Kidder in Town and Country. It was Halloween. And I saw a woman who happened to be African-American that was Amish. And it was not a costume. <laughs> I am positive. I and think I've seen one before, too. A black Amish. Yeah, it's weird. Because you're just like, something ain't right. I know. Somebody somebody was dating some boy on Rumspringer <laughs> and uh, didn't realize what she was getting into. Yeah, definitely not. Unless but they were adopted. That could do, be the do case. Do Amish people adopt? I don't know. I... Let's ask Ike. <laughs> He's Amish. Oh, yeah. But I need to have him on the pod at some point, too. Um, I wrote him down after you told me because I didn't even think about it. Sorry, Ike. Rip Ike. Yeah. I haven't seen him in forever. Actually, Rip Dill. Ah. Oh, are you having Dill on the podcast? I will at some point. Um, I forgot about him, too. Yeah. I forgot about the phrase Rip till, Dill. I don't know what it was about to begin with. It started in 8th grade, that's all I know. I don't even know what it is either. I just yeah. always said it. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> I. This is like my worst podcast I've had, because I'm being a horrible host. <laughs> no, it's alright. Um, are you going to do any schooling at all? Like, are you going to try and get certified at all for, like, photography? I don't even know if Absolutely it's a thing. Absolutely not, no. Okay. I hate school. Um, yeah. That's why I didn't go to college. I was like, I found something that I can do without having to go to college. Mm-hmm. I just learned everything from YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, and I can make money off of it, so I'm definitely not going back to college. Yeah. Um, I had Ryan on the pod on his episode released on Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, he was saying that like he feels our uh, class from Wayndale, which is the best class from Wayndale. Oh, yeah. Um, we're like all very entrepreneurial entrepreneurial entrepreneur entrepreneur you know what i'm trying to say start their own business yeah we just want to start our own businesses um because he's like looking to start his own like uh mechanic shop pretty much i think he already he already has a kind of business because summer took her car there to get fixed oh really he fixed it and had like an invoice for her really yeah i didn't know that um yeah he didn't say that on the pod (laughs) but yeah i want to have summer on here at some point too so, hook me up, even though we're cousins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, I think. Unless you have anything else you want to finish off with, hit the plugs. 
Uh, go follow Cold Starving Media on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And if you want a sports video or any other video, go to coldstarvingmedia.com. Yeah, thanks. Um, all right, guys, thanks for listening. Um, catch me on Instagram at Life's Mess Podcast. I'm on Spotify at Life's Mess with Jared Hummer. Um, on Anchor with that same uh, username or whatever. Um, I'm making my own cover art at the moment, so that's cool. And I'll catch you all in the next one.